our podcast this morning. I am joined with a good friend of mine, Trina Glines. Um, Trina, aside from being a good friend of mine, also uh, does a lot of really good stuff. She's got an online course where she designed specifically to help women strengthen their, their marriages. And um, you can find that at trinaglines.com. Um, and she, she's done some really great work and helped a lot of, a lot of people. And, uh, and I thought she'd be a, a, fun, um, a fun one to join us today as we talk about uh, continue. This is our, our last podcast on uh, resource management. And, um, and in particular, we're going to be talking about the importance of having balance in the, in the various areas of our lives, domains of our lives. And, um, and I think Trina is really mindful of those things and, and tries hard to, to kind of juggle the various responsibilities that she has and, and to make sure that um, her life is, is well-balanced, as well-balanced as, as we can be. And so um, anyway, I'm glad to have Trina with us. Trina, you want to say anything to Thank you. Oh, I, you know, finding that balance is always a work in progress. Yes, it is. Um, and what, what have you, um, what have you found? And you, you said you'd kind of been having some thoughts recently about yeah. this topic. Tell me what's, what you've been thinking about. I just wish so bad I would have known, I could have known what I know now back when I was raising all of my kids. That's why I love what you're doing so much because we need to get this out. Like people need to just understand that we just, we don't know everything. We don't work automatically the right way that's going to best serve ourselves. And when we can learn from others that are sharing this information, how so much better our lives would be. I think my life would be in a totally different place today had I been able to understand that balance when I was you know, raising my five kids. That's, that's a really good point, you know, and we, we enter adulthood basically just following the script that was given us mm-hmm. and, um, and d- doing our best. And a lot of people, you know, we think that we have these expectations that we're just supposed to know how to run our lives well. And, and so we, a lot of times we have a lot of shame um, around the fact that, that we stumble or that we don't know how to run our lives well. And, and the fact is that it's, it's no different than, you know, learning how to drive a car or learning how to do surgery or work on a car or anything else. It, there are specific skills and, um, and information and knowledge that help us to be able to do our lives and our relationships well. And if we don't learn those things, then we don't know how to do them. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. And I think balance is so important in our lives but it's not something we're very good at. And it's not something that the world is going to help us do. Not life is not going to help you be balanced. No, nor is anybody going to help you be balanced. No. <laughs> I mean, you, you know, have I mean, to do it yourself. Like you have to figure out how to do it yourself, which causes like you have to be, you know, self-motivated in that, in that way, because the natural man or woman in all of this is not balanced. No, no. And other people typically are, so busy trying to run their own lives that they're more than happy to get whatever they can from us. Um, but not very many people are, are looking out to make sure that, um, that they're not taking too much or that, that your life is, is working well for you. Yeah. So you, you really have to be able to have boundaries around, um, 
around those those things and protect protect yourself um i'm not sure the best way to do this there's um in i one of the tools that i use is this life balance will and um and since this is audio i i do have um a i'm gonna see any of you that might be watching this um on a, on a video, you can look at this. So this, this is the life balance will and the, the different areas on here are, are the, the, the areas that I feel over my almost 24 years of, of working with people, these are the, the areas that I think are, are most, um, most salient or most important to kind of keep in mind when we're trying to balance our lives. And I'll just kind of go around them all and then maybe come back and, and touch on specific ones. But the first one is love and sexual, the love and sexuality, uh, emotional and psychological well-being, spiritual, exercise, intellectual and professional domain of our life, social connections, family relationships, conflict management, sleep, financial stress management and nutrition and we we hit on all of these areas in in the healthy and happy um relationship enrichment class series and and kind of take, do a deeper dive into how to how to be healthy in each of these areas but but those are kind of the areas and this life balance will just gives you a, a you can fill it out from zero to ten and um with um zero or one being, you know, very much lacking in my life right now to really to 10 being very abundant and very much present working well. And it's a really, what I love about it is it's a really cool graphic representation of how balanced our lives are um, at a glance. And it's, and it's a really powerful tool for, for you to fill one out and then to have your spouse or your partner to fill one out and to compare those. And you can very quickly get a visual representation of how much both of you are, how accurately or how on the same page you both are in terms of, um, of how you, you feel your lives are balanced. So, so I, have a, I have a question for you on this. Yeah. So, you know, Jeff and I took your class and um, I obviously are, are, correct me if I'm saying this wrong, like your, your core, your C-O-R-E, yeah. Classify that personality? No. Is that our yeah. personality? Yeah. Personality, okay. te temperament, and personality. Yeah, your temperament. Okay. So, <laughs> so when we took your class, right? I, you know what I am. I'm an R. <laughs> I am an R, and my husband is an O. And when he filled it out, everything's happy, <laughs> great, right? And then I fill mine out, and I'm always like, I can always improve. Right. Like, there's always I I've got I only see in the future yes I need to do this <laughs> so we switched and he's like oh. we're falling apart <laughs> and I look at him going are you kidding me you don't think you can improve <laughs> I think everything's rosy yeah well it's, so, that's so temperament obviously will play somewhat of a part in it I'm I'm assuming is that correct yes. it, it plays a huge role in it and. And understanding that you're you're in Jeff's ability to understand that and kind of filter it through that is 
is a really powerful tool there. Um, because yeah, a, a 10, a 10 for an O, um, might be very different than what a 10 would be for like an E, yeah. um, an E who sees constant improvement, um, and always sees how things could be improved. Um, and we'll, we'll talk, we'll talk a lot about core as we continue in this podcast series, but, um, just for those of you that, that maybe listening that don't know is I, I have developed, a a personality or temperament profiling system model that's called core that um, assesses and, and gets at uh, the primary reasons why we do the things that we do. And each letter, it's an acronym and each letter stands for one of the primary temperament types. And, um, and Trina is an RE. And uh, E that was coming out more probably. Probably more your E than your R. Um, but your R also wants, wants to do right. And is thinking about the future. And so R stands for resolution and E stands for exactness. And, and so Trina very much lives in the future and is, is always wanting things to be better and improve things. And, and her husband, Jeff is an O which stands for optimism and O's are kind of rosy by nature and tend to see, um, tend to see things through very rose colored glasses. And so, um, you know, his aid is probably Trina's three or four. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. Anyway, I thought that was just funny. We laughed about it. Yeah. So how did that, how did that conversation between the two of you go? It was, I mean, it was good. I think at first it shocked Jeff because, you know, he wants everything happy. You know, he really does. Like that is his true being, um, that optimism in him. It's so fun now that I understand it. Because now when we have a conversation and wherever the conversation goes and he's kind of doing this to himself, right. I get it. <laughs> so I love that part, but it was, it was good. Cause he now understands me too. He understands where, where I'm coming from better. And if he doesn't, then I gently remind him, remember, you know, I'm different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what are your thoughts on these different areas of, of life and the importance of having them balanced? Um, you know, every one of them is very important. I loved how you mentioned a little bit ago when you, we were kind of introducing this, the importance of boundaries, because I think boundaries even plays a part in, in this, because, you know, you have like family and friendships. Those could get very out of balance right if you don't have boundaries in those areas obviously any of these i just pointed that one out but i the one thing that i have found obviously now i'm an empty nester i don't have any kids at home so i have way more space to like to make sure i'm doing these things much more control way more yeah way more control over it whereas when you know i look at these young moms with these young kids, my daughter that has two, one on the way. I mean, for her to have all these in, you know, in a nice circle, I, how do you do it? You know, like, how do you do that when you have such a young family? Um, what do you, well, I mean, well and a huge, a huge part of that comes back to what we talked about in the last two episodes, which is the, the reservoir management and, and really paying attention to, where 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 that balance between stressors and and resources lies 
and making sure that you're that you're doing enough. And and one of the things you do have to be careful about, you don't want to look at something like this and and feel overwhelmed mm-hmm. and 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 kind of beat yourself up and think, oh man, I'm failing in all of these different areas. The the real power, this is intended to be helpful. And the real power is to say, okay, so I'm you know, Sam, I'm sitting at, a, I give myself a, a four in spirituality. Well, the, the power of this is to say, okay, well, what's, what's one thing within the confines of my life that I could do to bump that up a little bit? And that might be, that might be putting in, you know, 10 minutes of meditation, or it might be having more meaningful prayers, or, or it might be something simple like um, listening to um, uplifting music or, or talks, um, and so you can. The, the a lot of times when when we're not making what's going on internally or kind of under the surface, covertly, if if we don't make those things overt, then our brains are trying to do the coping on their own because because our brains feel this. If our sex life isn't going well, our brains feel that. You know, if if we're feeling disconnected from relationships in our lives. Whether we're making that clear and explicit or not, our brains are still tasked with trying to manage that. And so by bringing it to the forefront, you can, you can say, okay, yeah, I only have 10 minutes a day to work on this. What can I do in 10 minutes? And, and then instead of your brain trying to do the coping on its own, you, you can direct that so that it's more productive. And I, and I love that. I love that we can allow ourselves depending on the phase of life that we're in a little bit of time, instead of, like you said, feeling guilty, feeling shame that we're not, you know, you know, like my learning and growing, you know, I haven't had time to work on that, but yet if I put in a Ted talk or what, that that's enough for where you are, for where I'm at. And I think that's so important that I think, like you said, this isn't meant to be overwhelming. It's kind of meant to be just a guide. But if we don't see it as if we if we don't even have access to this guide, then we there's no way to know where we might even be out of balance. So such yeah. a useful tool. Yeah, and a really good point. And the other really good point there is that there really is a time and season for everything. You know, the the intellectual and professional area of our life it may and typically does kind of go in spurts. You know. Um, when you're when you're going to school or acquiring your your training or your trade yeah it's, there's there's a pretty intense focus on that and then for for most of us for many years um a lot of that can get put on the back burner especially for for women a lot of the time um that gets put on the back burner as they become consumed with with family and relationships and uh you know there's an interesting dynamic that, that plays out differently and in, in a traditional dynamic that plays out for men and, and women here you know men um through their 20s and 30s tend to be really focused on career development professional development kind of moving up in the in the work ladder um, and they tend research shows that they tend to, to neglect relationships during that period of time and um and then long about you know their 40s um, they, they typically kind of know where they're going to be in their careers. At least they, they have a general idea and they realize that they're kind of disconnected. Their kids are growing. Um, they're, they're wondering who their wives are and, and they feel kind of disconnected. And so men then are, are at that point interested in reconnecting and relationships tend to take 
um, a more a more important value at that stage of life. Unfortunately, women have been on a very different trajectory, um, <laughs> almost the exact opposite trajectory. Uh, many times during the 20s and 30s, women are, have been very consumed with with relationships and parenting and having babies and focusing on those kinds of things and have neglected personal development. A lot of times, you know, have, have didn't finish their education or their training that they wanted to. And so then now their kids are, are kind of more independent about the same time, you know, early forties, mid forties. And, and so they're like, well, what about me? Um, I've always wanted to finish my degree or I've always wanted to start that business or I've always wanted to train for a marathon or whatever the case might be. And so a lot of times women then kind of move to uh, a focus on that area of development right at the same time that their husbands are wanting to, to focus on their relationship and it can, it can kind of, they kind of miss each other there. Yeah. Yeah. I could totally see that happening. I think we felt so there, that. What? I think I felt a little bit of that even. Yeah. <laughs> most of us, most of us have. And, um, and so it really comes back to, to, to communicating well and, and making sure that, that you're again, considering all the areas of life, and um, really where, where you get in trouble is if there's a chronic deficit for a long period of time. Um, you know, if, if, you're, if you're really neglecting your nutrition for years and years and years and years, and that area is out of balance, it, it's going to come home and, and, and cause you problems because your brain's not going get to the, get the fuel that it needs to be able to produce the neurotransmitters and to be healthy. Um, and so it really, it really doesn't work well when our lives are are out of balance, when we're kind of—I don't know how to say that—but kind of um, not smoothly rolling along, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Rolling yeah. on a, on a misshapen tire or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Um, I know two things on here that I've been very conscientious of, and even you know. Um, learning a lot more about number one is stress management and number two is the emotional like our mental health and i think i think people are getting better at realizing this is a vital part of life where i think for a long time denim correct me if i'm wrong like it was not talked about not prioritized not yeah. valued do you feel like that's changing? Do you feel like people are, are recognizing it more so? I now? think so. I, I do. I although, you know, I, I look at how I look at how from a policy perspective we've handled um, the coronavirus and, and COVID and, and we're you know we're several months into this now. And and I think I think actually um, in a lot of ways the way that this has been handled is pretty similar to that where i think a lot of a lot of um a lot of people and a lot of policymakers have neglected or undermined the 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 long-term effects yeah. on our emotional development and um and our stress management that a lot of this is having and, and some of that is i mean you're dealing with a crisis and you don't know what you're dealing with at first and you gotta kind of react but but i think that what did we prioritize we prioritized physical over emotional 
Mm-hmm. Um, and so I do think that it's better than it was, you know, 10 years ago. Um, and I still don't think that those areas maybe get as much due as they probably ought to get. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've just noticed more people I'm seeing more things spoken about mental health and that kind of thing. I'm super great, grateful for, I'm grateful for, you know, just people acknowledging it as, I mean, for heaven's sakes, our brain is our most important organ in our body. Right. And so yeah, one we ought to be taking good care of, we right? ought to be taking good care of. So and not that, I mean, I, I don't know for me with COVID, uh, the one good thing that I've noticed with COVID for me is the ability to get rid of things that aren't necessary. Like, I feel like some, you know, for some, I'm, this is just my experience. Like, obviously there's been, you know, in, in, in my um, religion, things have slowed down as far as like meeting stuff. Mm, I have to go yeah. through all of these things that I've realized, mm. okay, you know, maybe that was out of balance. Maybe we need to look and find a new balance. And so it's had me help me reset. Like, you know, we can be better with less sometimes. Absolutely. I think that's actually one of the biggest challenges of living in our day, living when we live, you know, they're, they're um, choosing among all of the the many great opportunities that we have um, and the great options that we have is, is pretty hard to do. Yeah. Um, and, you know, a hundred years ago, um, before the urbanization of, of America, when in, in an agrarian society, it, it's all necessity, right? And, and everybody, it takes all hands on deck to just, you know, to grow the food and, and produce the food and, and take care of things. And, and in our society now, we've got, lots of freedom in terms of of what we focus on and what we do and 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 we we end up running really fast sometimes i think we expect way too much of ourselves way too much that's why like you have in here play and fun right and you know finding you know you have a life purpose like are we really adding in things that are going to bring us the joy the happiness instead of just the Oh, we got to get this all, you know. Right. Yeah. So what have you noticed? I know you've, you've had um, some personal experience with this. What have you noticed? These, these are not discrete categories in our lives that don't affect one another. I mean, you, you kind of hit on that a little bit, but what have you noticed in terms of like stress management and emotional and psychological well-being and how that affects some of these other areas of our lives? It, it affects everything. If I, if I, yeah, if, so I've started, um, you know, doing yoga on a daily basis Good. and breathing. And it's crazy because I've noticed during this process of um, getting to know myself better, right? Like, really, I was not um, breathing properly. Everything in my body was tense. I was holding everything just so tense all the time. And it took, I mean, hello, I'm almost 50 years old. <laughs> I'm just barely figuring this out. Right. You know, I'm like, everything is like, I'll be driving down the street in my car and I'll notice how I'm holding my jaw. And I'm like, what? Trina just 
let it be right and so i'm getting very much more aware of my surroundings which of my body which then affects how i feel which then affects you know all my other areas in my life am i happy am i you know able to have a good relationship with my husband because i'm feeling better and i've taken some time for myself this morning those type of things but I think often I know during those years raising my kids, I never even pay attention how I was feeling. Right. You don't even know that that's um, that interception or monitoring what's going on internally is um, one is not a very big strength for ours. <laughs> and, um, and two is not something, you know, so for, for 40 plus years of your life, your body was probably way over tense. Yeah. And, and then the effects on that um, across time really take a, take a, have a, have a powerful influence. It does. It does. And I know for me, and I don't know if this is personality wise, um, when I'm doing something for myself with stress management or emotional, I like have to consciously, like say I'm doing yoga, I know I've got these other things I need to be doing. I have to bring myself back to that moment. Over and over and over. <laughs> over and over and over. And over. Like, this is okay. This is for me right now. And even like, even on the days that I only like, I'm like, crap, I really don't have time today, but I'm going to do 15 minutes. And I have my little app that sets it for 15 minutes. You know, but I literally have to bring myself there. I'm getting better at it now. More natural, but and I think people need to recognize, because I, I, I have friends who say, oh, I can never do yoga. I could never, which is okay. They don't have to do, I'm using yoga as an example. Right. My brain would never close off. I could never do yoga. And I'm like, but have we allowed ourselves time to learn how to balance that part of our life that we don't have to keep doing running and just fast pace all right. the time. got to slow down. Well, and if, and if the other thing too, is that if we don't do this proactively, our bodies will do it for us at some point. Um, because I have learned it all too well, because right. I deal with a lot of health issues and I've learned it all too well. Right. You can't, you can't abuse this for too long without your, without it breaking down. Yeah. And you know, a lot of times we don't connect the dots with, okay, so how does what's going on financially affect me you know my social connections or you know how does my how does my stress management affect my sex life um or you know how does uh how does nutrition affects affect my desire to have sex with my husband or wife you know but these things are all interconnected and when when there's dysfunction one of the things about systems is that typically what's going on in one area is will be reflected in some way in the other areas and um and so if we're if we're not paying attention to the overall system then um then it's it's going to be it's going to those problems are going to be present and to show up in other domains of our lives i was just gonna say like when i'm working on one of these it positively changes some of the others like oh i'm 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 feeling like my self-esteem is really good right now why did i mark a five before i might get a nine now or what like it really does like you can be working more on one that you felt was more prominent 
and it will positively affect the others. Absolutely, that's one of the coolest things. In fact, when I first started my education 100 years ago, um, my, my entire, my entire um, education and framework in, in human development and family science is built on family systems theory. And one of the things that was, that was most appealing to me right from the get-go was that very fact that you can, you can make it, just like any system, you can make a change way over here in one area and have it affect something, another variable way over here because it makes the whole system a little bit more healthy. Mm -hmm. And so by, by being proactive in identifying areas to improve on, uh, you can see improvement across the board. And sometimes there is a particular stuckness. So there might be um, some real particular dysfunction around finances, <clears throat> or you might, um, or, or you might have, a, a, again, you, you might have some trauma sexually that, um, that, that, that produces some unique stuckness in the in the intimate the, the sexual intimacy in your marriage and um and so if if there's a particular stuckness then that stuckness i don't think that's a word but <laughs> needs to be <clears throat> needs to be addressed and and until it's addressed it will continue to inhibit your progress and your overall development and and so having the courage and i do think you know back to your comment a few minutes ago I do think that over the past several years, um, there's been so much less shame and so much less embarrassment around acknowledging our humanness, um, probably another not word, <laughs> um, <laughs> but our, uh, you know, our, our, our realness and our, the fact that, that we have we struggles and, we, um, and it's okay to educate ourselves and we have tons of science on what it takes to be healthy and happy. And if we, if we'll learn those things, then we can, we absolutely don't have to stay stuck. You don't have to, um, you don't have to have every time there's a, there's a fight, have it turn into world war three mm -hmm. or every time your husband uh, puts the moves on and wants to have sex that you get a big pit in your stomach. And the last thing you want to do is to, to have him touch you. Um, or if your friends invite you over or, or your, um, you know, your family's having to get together on Sunday and it creates a, a, a trauma response in your chest. You don't have to live with those things day after day and month after month and year after year. You can absolutely do things to heal and, and to change things for the better. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree. So um, that's probably, I don't know how long people are going to want to listen to this, but um, <laughs> that's probably about long enough. I really appreciate your time, Trina. It's, it's, uh, it's always fun to be able to visit with you and, and I appreciate you joining me today. Um, any closing kind of thoughts or ideas on, on the importance of life balance? I just, I think it's vital to our well-being. I really do. And it doesn't mean it's gonna be perfect. I think that's something we have to be very cautious of because like, especially my personality, like I want the perfect circle. <laughs> but like you mentioned before, like there's a time and season for all things, you know? And I think it's okay to embrace that, but this is such a good tool to give us a reference of where we're at and then pick the one or two that you want to work on and consciously work on them and, and just, you know, be kind to yourself. Absolutely. 
whatever, it doesn't matter where you are, just start from wherever you are and, and move forward. And if, if you want a copy of this, of this uh, Life Balance Will, um, shoot me a message or whatever, DM me or whatever you call it, and I'll, uh, I'll, I'll get you a copy. But I, I just, I, it, is, it is so important that we be balanced in our resources and, and that we're paying attention to the various areas of our lives. Some people will tend to just want to focus on what's going well and ignore things that are not going well. Other people just want to focus on all the problems and take for granted the things that are going well. And, and the real power is recognizing the, the wholeness of us and the importance to have balance in the various domains of our lives. And, and like Trina said, you know, just take a small step. Um, it might just be opening up a conversation. It might be writing in your journal um, and just exploring what you're feeling. But, um, you know, one of the things that I've got on the bottom of this is, is to pick three areas to improve and then to identify just one step in each of those areas, how, how I will improve that area. So I, I'd invite you to do that. And, um, and I appreciate you joining us today. And um, we'll see you next week.